Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We have to give the fans a plan, and we have to make sure the fans understand the plan. Nurse drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right, lands a right to the shoulder. We have to make changes. The players know that. They're aware of it. People want to be part of the process, and then they buy into the plan. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Plus. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Back in the 6.30 Chet Studios today, this is Oilers Now. The day after, the Edmonton Oilers named Ken Holland, President of Hockey Operations and General Manager. Uh, Ken Holland uh, quickly boarded a plane yesterday afternoon, flew down to Los Angeles and uh, into San Diego tonight for some American Hockey League action with the Oilers farm team in Bakersfield. They're down 2 nothing to Dallas Aiken San Diego Gulls. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at Digitex.ca. First half hour of the show, we will uh, review the proceedings that occurred uh, yesterday down at Rogers Place in Ice District. Uh, we'll hear comments from Edmonton Oilers owner Daryl Cates along with Ken Holland. Uh, we'll also get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Of course, uh, it is a Wednesday. Normally on Wednesday, we have Craig Simpson join us. However, he is flying as we speak to Boston for the start of the Eastern Conference Final. Conversely, Louis DeBrusque, who normally does Thursday's show, uh, he's flying tomorrow because tonight he's broadcasting uh, the game for NHL Hockey on Rogers between the San Jose Sharks and the Colorado Avalanche. So Louis DeBrusque uh, will give us a scene setter today at 1235. 105 today, 
Out of uh, Washington, D.C., we get him on every couple of weeks, Alan May, uh, Washington Capitals analyst. We'll get his thoughts on the two finals in the East. And at 135 today, Ryan Bailey from uh, Hockey Helps the Homeless. as uh, uh, They've got their initiative uh, in taking the place here over the course of the weekend. Now, you can reach us at any time on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line, not your small town dealership with a new huge state-of-the-art facility experience the difference of heartland ford out in fort saskatchewan we're on twitter at Oilers now you can reach me personally bob underscore stoffer and brendan at brendan escott brendan how are you doing good bob after a long day yesterday hey i owe you an apology i asked you uh for an audio cut on uh pat maroon's goal uh, we will get to that a little bit uh later on yesterday was a, a really interesting uh, obviously we had the, the biggest storyline in Western Canada, uh, and certainly here at Edmonton involved the Edmonton Oilers hiring of Ken Holland. There was a mammoth story internationally. Do you know what that was yesterday in sport? Was that Liverpool's comeback? With the most progressive coach on the planet, a guy by the name of Jurgen Klopp, mm-hmm. as Barcelona, who's as talented as any squad in the world, uh, second leg, uh, Liverpool, with their two top uh, uh, I guess strikers out of the lineup, including Mo Salah, who'd be probably a top 20 player in the world right now. Uh, Liverpool rallied from 3 nothing down in leg number one and won yesterday 4 nothing. It was, I watched a little of it yesterday. Wow. And it speaks to the volume of messaging with coaching and managing. And we will circle back to that because the one thing that uh, Klopp, first of all, he coaches probably the most, one of the most aggressive styles on the planet in uh, in soccer. And that European football is a uh, obviously a mammoth, mammoth. I, I would hazard a guess somewhere between 400 to 600 million people watched that game yesterday. Uh, for Oilers fans, and, and we'll tie this, we'll circle this back to coaching in a second. Uh, but for Oilers fans, uh, they were watching yesterday's uh, press conference and we will uh, get to some comments uh, from uh, we'll start uh, Daryl Cates uh, took the podium along with Bob Nicholson and Ken Holland Daryl Cates at the opening few comments uh, and he said that the Oilers hired Ken Holland as president of hockey operations and general manager not just for his past but also the future we didn't hire Ken just because of what he has done in the past we hired him for what he can do right now and in the years ahead. Um, above all, Ken uh, commands a respect from players, scouts, other executives throughout the hockey world. Not only throughout the hockey world, throughout the entire sports world. And he knows how to build a culture of winning. All right. He knows how to build a culture of winning. Uh, Daryl Cates, is owner of the Edmonton Oilers, uh, also took on personal ownership, saying the Oilers organization haven't delivered on their promise to the fans. Not delivered on the promise we made to our fans in recent years. You know it, and I know it, and we all know it. And while accountability, accountability this falls on everyone in our organization and starts and stops with me. And I want you to know we're listening to our fans. We get it. And we're doing everything we can to get it right. Cates then added some additional thoughts 
that he believes in the team and remains committed to the city. I believe in this team and I believe in the city. That's why I'm especially proud to be the owner of the Oilers and why we built this incredible new arena. That's why we're building one of the greatest developments in the world, Ice District. And that's why Bob, when Bob came to me and said Ken was our guy, I did everything necessary and that I could to bring him here. And uh, perhaps, and I don't know if everybody picked up on this, but there was a concluding comment made that maybe speaks volumes to what the hope is that Ken Holland can instill here in, in Edmonton, which is uh, a competitive and elite team year after year, according to Daryl Cates. And you know, our objective has to be to be competitive. That's what builds an elite team. And I can tell you with the core that we have uh, in the playoffs, these young guys, uh, I just have a sense that uh, 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 we, we have the abilities to take it to another level. All right, so that's uh, some comments uh, yesterday from Edmonton Oilers owner Daryl Cates, who, by my count, I believe that was his first public appearance that he had made since um, the Oilers organization, the city of Edmonton, opened up uh, Rogers Place in the first week of September back in 2016. Ken Holland, I, I just had, I probably talked to Brendan conservatively to. 25 to 30 different people in and around the business in a variety of different roles. And again, a lot of people said, hey, if you're, first of all, a bunch of people said they never saw Holland leaving uh, the Detroit organization. I heard from scouts, assistant general managers with other clubs, um, guys in amateur scouting, guys in pro scouting, media guys, uh, coaches. And they're like, wow. I mean, if you're going to start 22 years, the guy was the general manager in the league. It's a pretty good place to to, uh, to start. Ken Holland's first comments were thanking the Cates family. I'd like to thank Daryl and Renee Cates for believing in me and entrusting me to be the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers and to lead this team. Um, and my goal, obviously, is to lead this team to become an elite team in the National Hockey League. I think that there's lots of um, key pieces here that are in place. Uh, Holland says there's a lot that needs to be done uh, to build for a Stanley Cup. We have a lot of work to do, um, but the, again, the goal is to uh, build this team into an elite team, be in the playoffs, and one day, one day, hoist the Stanley Cup over your head. Lots of, lots of things need to happen. Lots of building blocks, lots of work have to be done. Uh, you know, so that sort of is in connectivity there with what Daryl Cates said about uh, the goal for the team to be competitive and elite on a year-by-year -year basis. Holland did say he's targeting the playoffs for 2019-20, which is next season. My hope is that um, I can come in and provide stability, um, select a coach that's going to have a real impact um, on this team, and I'd like to think we're talking playoffs in 1920. 
Of course, right now we're in the Oilers Now Audio Vault. It's brought to you by Direct Work, where, where safety meets safety, uh, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Holland also shed some insight as to the next moves that he'll make. What to do with staff, and all of, uh, as, as we lead, you know, this is the time of the, of the year in the National Hockey League. You, you know, you make your your moves from probably the 20th of June to uh, early July through uh, whatever trades you can make at the draft, obviously the draft, you know, July 1st free agency. So this is the period of time when, you, uh, when you're doing your planning. Next week, uh, we're going to have uh, amateur meetings, pro meetings. I look forward to meeting all those people, and I will make some decisions. Um, I do expect to have some change. Uh, I'm not going to give you a time frame on change, but I do expect to have some change. All right. Uh, one of the things the Oilers have to do is hire a head coach. Might be sooner than people think. You know, might take a month. Could maybe be done in the next two weeks. You never know. Uh, one thing that Ken Holland reiterated, and I think that it's important, the guy knows the West. He's a Western Canadian boy. I'm a Western Canadian boy. Uh, I was born in Vernon, British Columbia. I played junior hockey in Medicine Hat, Alberta in the mid-'70s, and then after I played nine years of pro, I started scouting for the Red Wings and spent 10 years living in Medicine Hat from 1985 to 1994. So, love the prairies uh, and obviously very, very familiar with the, um, the history of the Edmonton Oilers. There you go. That's Ken Holland. And there was one more that I wanted to get to because we ran some clips yesterday as an example. Uh, we, hit, we hit on analytics. Um, but... Uh, I believe Jason asked a question yesterday about uh, culture. <laughs> There's so many people that think they know what culture is in hockey. We've seen very... And and you know what? The Ken Holland hire, not everybody's going to agree with it out there. I, I sense that a lot of people were really comfortable with what they saw yesterday in the press conference with Ken Holland. Uh, I think they saw humility. I think they saw a guy that had some drive. Um, we've had some tenures over the time where there was conversations in and around culture and it didn't come to fruition so you know what's the old saying once bitten twice shy but ken holland was asked about uh, creating a winning culture and he had this to say ultimately winning winning is going to make everything good now how do you how do you start to how do you start to win it's about people what's culture to me culture is people culture is the people that you bring in on the ice and off the ice and they care about the logo. They care about the logo. And one of the things that I tried to sell as a general manager as the Detroit Red Wings was, you know, the, you, you earn the jersey. Whether you're a young player, you got to earn the jersey. You just don't get to put the jersey on because you're a high draft pick or you got you, you got to earn the jersey. And you got to go to work every day and you got to respect that jersey and you got to play hard. And the Red Wings didn't, we didn't have a very good year this year, but I think we were involved like almost 51 goal games. We lost a lot of games close. The team played hard. Uh, um, the young kids were starting to take over the team, and I think we were heading in the right direction. And guys like Nick Cronwell and some of those veteran players have been a real positive impact on those young players. They don't know it, but they're going to find out five, six years from now when they start to re reflect back on the people that had an impact on their career. So it's finding some veterans. It's having those veteran players. You have young players. You've got to challenge those young players. You've got to you give the young players an opportunity, but the, the coach has to make them accountable. It has to be an accountability. 
accountability um, in the locker room and, and on, on the front ice, front office. And I guess at the end of the day, what's a culture? You got to work. It's a work ethic. It's a compete every day. The league is so hard to win. You got to compete. Your scouts got to compete. Your managers got to compete. Your coaches have got to compete. You're, you're competing with 31 other organizations that are the best in the world, and you got to grind. You grind. You grind. And I guess that's who I am. There you go. Uh, you saw some of the intensity, some of the fire there. So some comments from Daryl Cates and Ken Holland from yesterday's event. You can text us at 630-630. Now that you've had a data to d- uh, digest it, it's official. Where are you at headspace-wise? Um, I think Holland had a real good day yesterday. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, debate about that. I think that there's people out there that are like, okay, uh, there we go. You know, this guy's ready to go. Let's get after it here. The coach is next. Okay, that's the next step for the Edmonton Oilers. I know Ken's down watching the uh, farm team play today. I put six names out to do. I'm going to do this in the next minute. Dave Tippett, obviously, by all reports, is the front runner. It's been suggested by multiple different places. Uh, Elliot Friedman, um, a week ago, we had Brian Lott mentioning Dave Tippett. He's an experienced coach. Uh, he has had a reputation for playing very defensive-minded hockey. I don't think he's ever had two high-end players like Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. Um uh, obviously, you know, eight of the first nine years that Tippett was an NHL head coach, his teams made the playoffs in Dallas and in Arizona. Last five years he was in Arizona, did not go well there. They missed uh, every year, obviously. They were playing with uh, one of the bottom five payroll teams in the NHL. I mentioned Glenn Gullitson. He's been a two-time NHL head coach. Um, clearly had a relationship, if you watched practice last year, with McDavid and Drysaddle. Trent Yanni, uh, you know, had... Clefbaum not gotten hurt, probably would have had a career year. Darnell Nurse did. Matt Benning pulled his season out of the fire as the season wore on. Uh, Yanni has gone to four conference finals as a coach, uh, as an assistant. He's been an NHL head coach with Chicago. People say, what about the penalty killing? And my response to that would be, uh, when the coaches tell you, you know, you might not want to trade Strome because it's going to be difficult to replace him in the three-hole, Maybe listen to the coaches because it affected the Oilers' penalty kill. Got to, the Oilers' penalty kill will not improve until they get better in the face-off circle. Jay Woodcroft, first-year head coach anywhere. He's done a terrific job in the minors. Todd Nelson, overwhelming support for Nelson on Twitter. I think a lot of people think that, you know, maybe he should have given uh, been given a longer look in Edmonton. Got eliminated last night. We'll get to that in a second. Um, clearly, players play for him. Uh, and is considered an offensive-minded guy. Energy level? Uh, somewhere along, I'm, I'm not saying he's anywhere near the technical brilliance or price point of a Jurgen Klopp, who makes about 8 million pounds a year, I think minimum, uh, coach in Liverpool, but has some of the same frenetic energy about him. Lane Lambert, sleeper. Been an assistant for Barry Trotz a long time. Spent a long time coaching in the league. Those are six names that I'll just throw out there. And again, some people think this might take a month. Uh, I'm gone next week. Uh, I have a feeling there's an outside chance it might get done by next week as well. 12:24. This is Oilers now. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, hear a call on Patty Maroon and get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1226 in Edmonton. Let's get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. But first, we got to start with this. Uh, Derek Wills, 
Westwood one. Jack Michaels got game seven tonight, by the way. San Jose. Uh, Jack doing a little extra work. Uh, San Jose and Colorado tonight. But last night, Patrick Maroon with the GWG and double OT. St. Louis knocks off Dallas. Derek Wills out of Calgary. He's off coming up to Bishop's left. 14-16 to play in the second overtime. 1-1 the score. Blues win the draw. Here's Thomas. He stick handles in. Thomas off the goal post. It's loose. They score. St. Louis native Patrick Maroon is the hero in double overtime for the Blues. The Edmonton Oilers played St. Louis December 18th at home. In and around that time, there were discussions between the Oilers and St. Louis for one, maybe two pending UFAs. One on D, one up front. The Blues pulled it together. Bennington started making saves. Barubi got the stick. Uh, the team uh, turned in the right direction. They went from worst to first. It's an awesome story. Uh, and now they're in the Western Conference Final. Don't quit on your team. That's the message. Don't quit on your team. If you're a manager, believe in your players. All right, let's go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. More than just sportswear, Brendan Escott's got 50 seconds. The second round of the NHL playoffs wraps up tonight with the Sharks hosting Colorado. Game 7, the winner will meet those St. Louis Blues in the Western Conference Final. Bruins D-man Charlie McAvoy suspended for Game 1 of the East Final against Carolina for his high hit on Blue Jackets forward Josh Anderson. The NHL announcing today that they have their awards show host. It's funny man Keenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live. We'll emcee the show on June 19th in Vegas. You might also remember him as Russ Tyler from the Mighty Ducks movies in the mid-90s. Pre-tournament action at the World Hockey Championship saw Darnell Nurse and Team Canada slip past Austria 7-5 yesterday. Kyle Turris, Anthony Mantha, Jonathan Marcheseau all had a goal and an assist. And they open round-robin play against Finland on Friday. Bakersfield in San Diego for Game 3 of their second-round playoff series, trailing two games to none. Brett Leeson, Parker Kelly each with a pair of goals to push Prince Albert past Vancouver last night in Game 3 of the West WHL Final, excuse me. The uh, Raiders now leading that series 2-1 to with Game 4 going tonight out on the West Coast. And a note out of the AJHL for those interested, the league has granted the Calgary Mustangs a one-year leave of absence for the upcoming season and that's to give them a chance to secure what they call a sustainable future financially for the team. Uh, whether that be in Calgary or in other markets, the Canucks down in Calgary nearly folded mid-season as well, just highlighting how tough and competitive that market is. It's tough, right? Like Mm -hmm. for AJHL teams and markets where there's WHL teams, which is obviously a superior brand of hockey. Uh, All right, uh, so let's do this. Uh, By the way, Prince Albert last night, they're up 7-0 after one in that game. In Vancouver, up 7-0. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.